Hey guys, welcome back. Uh, we are again season two and another episode of Kicking Knowledge. Uh, this is episode two. Uh, we have a great guest in our in the house today. Um, the guy is doing tremendous uh, in the in the fitness industry. Um, we're very excited to learn his uh, his journey uh, through his healthy journey. Um, and the guy has been killing it completely. He's now over 200 pounds. I think you're at 287, but we'll get the right number very shortly. Uh, <laughs> I like to call myself Mr. Consistent because the guy does not stop and he doesn't take breaks. He's been doing this for a long time. And Ryan Harris, we're excited to have you. Welcome to the show. How are you? Great, great, gentlemen. Thanks for uh, having me on here today. So excited about this for sure. So <laughs> we're excited to have you. Believe me, and we're excited to learn a lot more about you. So Ryan, just really quick, just introduce yourself. Um, where are you from? Um, and uh, go from there. Sure. Yeah. So uh, my name is Ryan Harris, and I'm from St. Louis area uh, in Columbia, Illinois. And uh, 37 now, and started my healthy lifestyle journey um, two and a half years ago. So the beginning of 2018, um, I was one of those guys who said I'll start at the beginning of the year um, numerous times, and uh, and I started again in 2018. And uh, you know, honestly, it still blows my mind today that uh, that I'm on this journey and uh, super proud of where I'm at. But, uh, you know, there's, there's always work to be done. So pushing forward uh, still today. So Nice. And, so, and if you can tell us, now that you mentioned your, this journey that you've, you're embarking right now and you're still currently doing, uh, what was that one moment in your life that, this, that made you, like, flip the switch and be like, you know what, I got to do something. I got to change and make that, that first step to make a, a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. So, so for me, um, you know, they always, you know, a lot of the times in the uh, first forum community and the My Transformation Challenge, there's, there's a picture. And for me, it was the same way. I just had never heard that before. Um, I had, uh, you know, basically I purchased this house I, I live in today or bought this home and really hadn't done much in terms of hanging pictures up. We took some family photos in November, 2017. And I had those photos uh, up, uh, printed out at like a 16 by 20 photo to hang in my living room wall. I had three or four of them. I hung those photos up. So we're November, 2017. I stepped back, you know, to make sure everything's perfect aligned. And like, I just noticed me in the picture and like at that moment, that's like, that's me, right? Like that can't be me. Um, in my mind, I didn't, I didn't look like that. I wasn't that unhealthy. Uh, because honestly, for the last 15 plus years, I've just slowly had a digression to get into as unhealthy as I was at 509 pounds, right? Like that's where I started. And, um, you know, just like every other year is November, right? Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays, holiday parties, work parties. Like I did nothing healthy for the next month and a half. I said, I'll start at the, I'll start at the beginning of the year. Um, and, and that was the moment for me where, like I said, I'll start at the beginning of the year and I, and within two, less than two weeks, week and a half, I had given it the college try. Um, I had done well during the week and on the weekend, as soon as Friday happy hour hit, man, I was, 
going to happy hour, eating just like I was before, basically anything I wanted, nothing of any nutritional value. Um, and, and that's where I was at. So I was kind of basically just spiraling out of control, ready to quit. And, uh, my really good friend that I've known forever is kind of in the, is in the fitness industry. He's a personal trainer, uh, Mike Wheatley. He said, Hey, you need to check out first form the my transformation challenge. Um, and, and basically take a look at it. So I, I stood on that for like three days. I read Dennis McLaughlin's story, like time in time over and over again. Um, and I really kind of connected with Dennis's story as, as well as a few of the other winners. And, um, the one major thing for me is like, you had to write down why you wanted to do it. And of course, my first line was like, I want to lose weight. Well, that wasn't good enough. Like that, that got me nowhere before just saying I'm going to lose 50 pounds. Cause I've had lost 25 pounds before 50 pounds before. And like, as soon as I hit that number, I just like flipped the switch and thought I could go back to the unhealthy lifestyle and I would just keep all the weight off. Right. So that's kind of how I started. I, I wrote down my why, uh, why I wanted to get started. It was very detailed. It was very tough to face. It was really a, a list of everything that over a period of time I just couldn't do um, that I pretty much mentally told myself I didn't want to do, but it was things that I just couldn't do because I was overweight. And, um, you know, not only do you have to take one photo, you have to take three photos. So I took those three photos. And again, that just really hit me hard of like where I was at. And um, I finally convinced myself to submit my day one photos and really my, my first, um, you know, my first written blog or my why. And, and from there on, I, I basically started that first eight week challenge. And now um, I'm in my 11th with my transformation challenge. So, wow. That's awesome. That's a, that's a lot of transformation. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's been, it's been a long, but uh, you know, honestly rewarding process. Like the amount of people I've met along the way, I mean, has just made, it's honestly made the difference for me um, in sticking to this and creating, you know, the first eight weeks wasn't about a healthy lifestyle. The first eight weeks was about blunt force getting through eight weeks without having a, you know, a cheat meal without falling off with was just like, it was mentally grueling to, you know, from a physical standpoint, yeah, that wasn't easy either, right? Even where I started in terms of exercising, but it was just mentally, it was, it was exhausting trying to get through the first eight weeks. And, and honestly, doing the My Transformation Challenges has allowed me to get to where I'm at today. So, I mean, I can't say enough about that uh, and, and the challenges along the way. So, and, and that's what, like, but you've done 11 challenges and, and the the one thing that that's why I refer, you know, I have a lot of people that ask you, it's like, oh, what are you, what do you, what should I do to start? What should I do with this? And I tell them, and I tell them, and then sometimes it just doesn't click for them, for the people that I help. But you know, not just to and not to put you in a, like an uncomfortable spot, but it's just I always say, just yep. refer to this guy Ryan Harris because <laughs> no, I'm serious because Man, look I appreciate at, that. Look at, you've been consistent for eleven eleven challenges, and look at where you at where you started from now. It's like that's called being consistent. And if if you can do it, you can. If Ryan can do it, oh. then you can do it. It's just like it's just it's it's going to be tough. But it's as simple yeah. as just taking that step and just being consistent with it continuously. And I, you know, I appreciate and appreciate you letting your your life into uh, everybody else out there, and especially for us too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the one thing about you know being involved in the challenges is what 
you finally realize is like everybody who's living a healthy lifestyle and everyone who is pushing towards some goal or some, you know, healthy, healthy lifestyle journey. It's not about like, it's not easier for them. There's no like, Hey, this person is just genetically gifted. I mean, they, they work just as hard as they work really hard and they work just as hard as me. They work just as hard as anyone else who, um, you know, is out there trying to live a healthy lifestyle. And that's really, you know, what those challenges through the, you know, each challenge is really like presented different learnings and own its own difficulties. And, uh, you know, just somewhere along the way, probably like the first summer challenge, so the third challenge, it was really starting to click like, hey, these, the more I got involved, like with the Facebook pages and the, and the live events and in the first form communities, like everyone in this community just works their ass off yeah. to get where they're going to be. And if you want to do that and you want that for yourself, you're going to have to be willing to, to do it. And yeah, you don't see the reward every single day, just like you have to put the work in every single day. But when you do see those rewards, it is, it's amazing. So. Um, I think that's really what kind of keeps me, you know, for me, keeps me pushing is the moments where it just clicks of like things that I just couldn't do before. Um, and even pictures, like the craziest thing for me was, let's go back to the picture is like, yes, it's got me started, but it also keeps me going. I remember it was like uh, maybe fall last year. I saw this picture and we had a bonfire at one of the, at the families and my sister and brother-in-law's and like, I saw this picture. I'm like, man, who's sitting there in a first form hoodie? Like, I don't remember meeting this person. And then I'm like, damn, that's me. Like, it was a side profile. And I was like, that's me. Like, that's crazy. Like I didn't even wreck myself because I recognized myself. Cause I was like, just like not the focal point or the photo, right? Like I was standing in the background. Yeah. I was like, damn, that's me. Like, that's crazy that, you know, that, that, you know, and it made me feel good. Like that was just one small moment that makes it worth getting up in the morning and making sure I get to the gym before I go to work and, and, you know, eating the grilled chicken or whatever it may be, eating all the vegetables or, you know, picking the healthy choice versus the easier unhealthy version of what you could, you know? Yeah. So I just, that's what it is. For, you know, that it's amazing when you, when you get those moments. So. And I have a quick question before we move on. Uh, what, like, at what challenge or at one point was it, you know, did it get easier for you to like continue to maintain it? Like, like that, like eating healthier was easier. Sure. Man, that's a tough one. It's a I, tough I mean, question. Yeah. It's a tough question, right? Like I feel like once, I mean, I, I don't know, maybe like it is a really tough question because I feel like that always comes like for me, it's always nutrition, right? Like, if I, a lot, like I went on vacation, right. And I allow myself to go maybe a hundred percent off my nutrition plan by design, you know, and, and eat pizza or have ice cream with my nephews while we're on vacation. Like, it's not like I just, you know, to quote Stephanie Law or eat like an asshole for two weeks. Right. <laughs> like I get up in the morning on vacation, I work out, I eat healthy for two or three meals. And then I allow myself like something off the plan. But when I get back in that routine, like the first two weeks, it's like I'm starting all over again. Like, like I'm in that phase right now and it is tough. Like for me, it is very tough uh, just personally to get back in that routine. But once I get in that groove and like once I cut out some of those sugar, like sugary foods and I cut out, you know, for me, it's like some of the breads and, and things like that. Um, I don't do a keto diet, but I also don't eat pasta and bread all day, right? Like I have a lower carb macro plan. And once I get that kind of like honed in for like two or three weeks, I kind of get in the groove, it gets easier, right? Like for that's kind of the cycle I go through. So I got to be very careful now when I get off plan. And when I say off plan, like I didn't do that for the first year and a half. Like I think summer smash 
which was like 2019 was the first time I actually like designed in off plan for a day. Um, and kind of like, you know, of course I messed up along the route, like nobody's perfect. You know what I mean? Like there was times where I would fail or, you know, I would have some issues, but, um, you know, by design said, okay, I'm going to take this day. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to cut loose with my buddies. And, and then I got back at it. And, um, so yeah, so I guess what challenge did it get easier? I don't think for me, it's ever going to be easy to be honest with you. I think it's just being consistent. Like the more consistency I have, the easier it gets because food becomes for me less of like a, I don't know if it's like mentally enjoyable or like, it's just less like a desirable thing in my day where it's like, Oh, what am I going to have for dinner? It's more of like, when I get in that groove, it's like, Oh, Hey, I got to eat dinner. It's five, six o'clock. I need to, you know, fuel up and I got this going on or whatever it is. And I'm really more specific about where I'm at at the times of dinner and the times of like my shorter meals is because I can make a healthier choice if I'm in a certain location, right? If I'm at home, if I'm at work, um, you know, I'm not in the middle of doing chores or errands and I'm like, you know, I, I try to make sure that I have that accounted for. And when I get back in that consistency and back in that plan, it just makes it a little bit easier. So, um, I guess the short answer to it is the more consistent I am, the easier it gets. Um, (laughs) That's that's so. what that's what I said. Because for me, it's like I've been. This is the first time I've actually. I've been I've been in and out of it, and now I'm being more consistent of it. Um, but it's like now it's if I know I have to go somewhere, I'll take my lunch to go. Like I'm eating in the yeah. car while <laughs> at at yeah. a traffic light, not while I'm driving. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's just like now you just. Um, get your your mind working, your body accustomed to be like, oh, th- three o'clock or four o'clock. It's time to eat, get and get your food in, and it's just staying consistent, like you said, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It's also a good thing to hear that a successful person like you went through the fitness journey, like people do mess up, you know, people do cheat, and it uh, just to let the viewers know that not not you guys are not the only ones that are messing up, and it's hard. So. Oh. Everybody's dealing sure. with that situation, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, we used to call it like, uh, what we, we referred to it as, we call it the scale of justice, right? So like when I first started, if I, I didn't go out very much to begin with out to eat because I didn't trust myself ordering off the menu, right? Like I had it in my mind, oh, I'll order a grilled chicken salad with like locale dressing. And I just knew that it would be burger and fries is what would show up. Like my mouth said, <laughs> I, my brain thought my mouth said chicken, grilled chicken salad, but what actually came out was burger and fries. So I just didn't do that. But, you know, there's still barbecues I went to. Like there's still family events and, and stuff happens, right? And I used to beat myself up about it like constantly for days. And now it's one of those things where it's like, hey, if you just get back at it, like it's a small blip in the overall journey, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. every one of those mess ups is a small blip. And you won't even really realize them. It's when you start, like for me, beating myself up about it, like mentally replaying how I messed up. It's just like, did you do better? Like, was this week better than last week, right? And yeah. as long as you don't have to pull that out and ask yourself that more than a couple times in a, in a month, you know, like a couple months probably, then you're doing, then in my mind, I was doing okay, right? Like I was just trying to look at where I was at before and where I'm at now and, and balance that scale you know, to help me rationalize and, and get back on track and get back into the mental groove that I needed to be to make progress. So, hundred percent, hundred percent. And what? Um, again, sorry, water. Just because <laughs> before I move on. So, what? What weight are you at right now? Right now? And uh, yes, yeah, so, we started. 
No, uh, yeah, so I started at 509 pounds January 17th, 2018, and today I'm at 273.2. Shit. So, Amazing. yeah, so like 237 pounds, you know, 237 pounds down, something Congrats, like that. Man. That's fucking yeah. awesome. That yeah. is now, great. So. It's like, not a lot of people can say that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's tough. So. That's a lot of fucking weight. Shit. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Holy shit. So but that's awesome, man. So Ryan, you did tell us about your eating habits. And of course, there's always the other side of working out as well. So if you can just explain initially when you started your fitness journey, what type of work, what type of workouts were you doing? And then after sure. that, once you started learning the situation of um, how to um, do the fitness working out and all that, what did you learn and what you changed from before to now? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, really, honestly, when I started at 509 pounds, I didn't do much for the first three, four months, then walk on the treadmill. Like I started at, um, it was like one ramp, two speed, you know, basically what I, I mean, it's what I could do at that time, right? Like I would get up and go, I still go in the morning. Like I go in the morning because I can make 10 excuses and have 10 reasons why not to go after work, right? Like life gets busy and I just mentally, it sets my day up to be successful, right? Like, um, to me waking up at four fifteen feels the same as six fifteen in the morning to get ready for work. The only difference is, is when I leave that gym, like my blood's pumping, my brain's going, like I am in the groove, I'm ready to go. If I sleep in right till I have to get out of bed to go to work, like I'm dragging myself with coffee into lunchtime. Right. So, um, I started it. I started on the treadmill, uh, low ramp, low speed, and that's where I started at. And we slowly increased that over like three or four months. I think somewhere around like you know that that time period, I started layering in the elliptical. Like I can still, I still remember like the first time I hit the elliptical, and I was like so proud of myself that it, now I could do something other than walk on that dang treadmill yeah. every single day, right? But that's what I could do. Like I wanted to do everything else. I wanted to do the stepper, like you know, and then slowly over the last like two and a half years, I just continue to layer, you know, layer things on. Like, um, I started resistance training and a lot of it was, um, you know, a lot of it was like dumbbell work, body weight movement, um, things like that. And then, um, in, so then I got to March, my years are running together, but basically March of 2019, like at that point in time, I was doing resistance training. I was doing, um, you know, treadmill, elliptical, for cardio. And I decided, um, I kind of like hit, you know, maybe like a star standstill, like mentally, I just, I felt like I was just going through the motion. So I decided, Hey, I'm going to try to run like my first 5k. So we set up a 5k training program. Like since my day one, never jogged, ran, uh, whatever version of a run I have on the treadmill or outside at the park. So we started training for a 5k in June of that year. So I basically had March through June to get in prep for this 5k. So that was kind of like a big milestone for me is to take on something other than just like a, uh, a weight loss, like major milestone. Right. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. I got to start doing intervals and, you know, run intervals and then we'd work our way up to a mile and then two miles. And finally when June hit, I could run 3.1 miles, um, at, at outside at a park. Now, of course, um, I picked a 5k where, pretty much the whole thing was either uphill or downhill except maybe like a hundred yards down the straightaways at the uh 
uh, Jefferson uh, Barracks Memorial Park. So that was really interesting, the different elevations throwing that in there that day. But um, it was still really cool to finish. So um, I hit the 5K. And then, like, immediately after that, it, um, I uh, basically got – I was talking to Will uh, Grumke, you know, at first form, right? Lovely. And he's like, hey, what's your next – you know, congratulations, what's your next goal? Well, naturally, I was like, oh, 10K, right? Like, 6.2. I'm going to do 6.2. <laughs> and he was like, hey, in October, there's a group of us. We're going to run a half marathon in St. Louis, so right here um, – and are you interested in doing it? And I like stewed on it for a day and I'm like, send me the link. If I'm going to do this, I got to commit and, and register and pay my money right now. So it escalated quickly within like a day or two from a 5k to, Oh, now I'm training for a uh, half marathon. So and cool. uh, you know, so, so layered that in like more, really more uh, running, uh, basically running. I didn't do, I still did resistance training, but not as much. Like I focused in on running yeah. and figuring out how to get from three miles to 13.1. So, um, you know, and then along the way, like I've done, you know, I didn't do a traditional leg day to start because I did a lot of cardio. I did a lot of walking. Yeah. So, you know, outside of body weight movement, but now I've layered in more of what you'll call like a traditional weightlifting leg day. Um, I layered in the stair stepper in one of the 30 for the kids challenges and I've loved it. And I've done that ever since, you know, for a form of cardio and then still layering things in like this year, the last three months when the gyms open back up around here, we put the rower in as uh, oh, yeah. some like, you know, like workout finishers, things like that. So honestly still layering stuff on um, as I go and just doing what I feel comfortable with doing and, and knowing that, you know, really any, any movement and progress is going to help me get where I want to be um, from a healthy lifestyle standpoint. So. hundred percent. It's, it, that must've been a, a scary uh, switch up to go from a, a five kid to yeah. a 10 K. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a, uh, it, it was definitely an experience I'll say, um, especially just getting out, uh, you know, the biggest thing that I didn't account for um, talking about the half marathon training is honestly the time requirement that it takes. Uh, I'm not a speed demon when it comes to running. Right. But, you know, so just the overall time requirement it takes to, to, to train for it um, every week, whether it's like short runs, mostly long runs, you got to really carve out some time and be committed to, to stay focused and to get where, you know, for me, where I wanted to be come October to be able to finish that uh, half marathon. So, yeah. I give you, I give you and everybody else that runs like that because I cannot do that. I mean, I can if I put my mind to it, but I just don't like running. <laughs> but I do it. Damn it. Um, so, so yeah. sorry, go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, as far as that goes, is it was, uh, you know, it's not easy at times, that's for sure. Um, and uh, there were definitely times where my legs hurt and they were screaming, but. <laughs> You know, it's one of those things where I said I was going to do it and it was a goal and I was determined just to get to, to get it to get it off the milestone list and, and the accomplishment. So um, it's cool. Well, that's uh, congrats to you because that's it's it's definitely an awesome accomplishment for sure. <laughs> yeah, from going a treadmill with like two speeds to like doing a 10K, that's yeah, pretty big. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so now that you also mentioned about uh, the marathon running. Uh, we're also going to go into a little bit about the sneakers here. Um, All right, the main part of it here. Uh, so we wanted to also we wanted to ask you when you first started your journey from you know going on the treadmill for the at the two speed 
to the mar- uh, marathon. But let's start first when you first initially started your uh, your health journey. Was there – did you have a mindset of what type of sneakers you wanted to use or did you use the current sneakers that you have now? What was your mindset at the, to- at the time compared to na- then and now? Yeah. So, I mean, my mindset now when it comes to approaching – you know, what, what am I going to, you know, what am I doing for the day compared to, you know, what sneakers I'm going to wear is totally different than when I started. When I started, um, sneaker was a sneaker, right? Like there was running shoes. There was, uh, you know, I went to like, um, when I first started, I went to basically it was like, I wore new balances because I was 509 pounds. I have a, I had a wide foot, um, you know, still do. It's just not as, uh, wide. So, um, basically I went to like the outlet, new balance outlet. I picked some running shoes. Um, and I bought those and I used them. I mean, I used those. I probably bought a I bought like a couple versions of them. Didn't really understand what the numbers meant, what the versions meant. Um, I used those all the way up to when I got done with my 5k and I started training for my half marathon, whether it was on the treadmill, the elliptical, uh, training, you know, resistance training or training for the 5k. I use them all the way through. And, um, you know, basically when I ran just over the 5k distance, so when I did four miles at the park and like my feet were screaming, my legs were screaming, um, you know, I thought, you know, I, Hey, I need to maybe look into doing something different here for shoes. Like I've had these for a year and a half. Um, you know, rotated through a couple, ver- you know, a couple, couple versions of the same shoe, but I needed to do something different. So, um, again, talking, you know, in talks with Will, uh, you know, I said, Hey, we're, you know, what's your recommendation for a running shoe? And he said, um, you know, go check out Fleet Feet in St. Louis. Uh, they'll scan your feet. They'll get you set up and, uh, you know, they'll get you set up with a pair of running, you know, with a pair of sneakers, uh, running sneakers. So I went to Fleet, uh, uh, fleet feet. And just like that, within like 45 minutes or an hour, like totally different when I went to go run, uh, with these, with the running shoes, right? Like they scan my feet, you know, I had the shoes on, she's, you know, it's like, what are you running? And I was like, Oh, I run in these, like I wore them over here so you could see what I got. And she's like, well, you know, explain to me what the numbers mean, what the version means, what happens when you buy a sneaker on an outlet store, like what year they could be, what it does to the sole, like all the great information that I just didn't have, nor did I research along the way. So um, I ended up with a pair of New Balance running shoes that fit, you know, that fit my feet and, you know, were designed for the support that I needed, Um, not compared to the ones I had, which really gave me like, um, and I guess it was called like an outsole support. So it actually like push your foot, you know, if it's your right foot, push them in. Yes. And uh, which is not what I needed at all. So I could see why my feet did not feel well after like four miles is because I was you know, wearing the wrong sneaker. It wasn't what I needed to be doing. So, um, you know, since I focused in on uh, the half half uh, marathon, primarily for the next like six months, that's the sneak, you know, that's the uh, sneaker I wore. I even trained in the few days that I did uh, resistance training was my running shoe. Um, after the half marathon, those running shoes were pretty much spent based upon all the, uh, all the miles put on them. So I went over and bought the exact same pair because they fit my feet well. They're designed, you know, basically they, they were designed for my foot. And, um, and then I got into that, 
that fall I got into uh, really like a more traditional training shoe. Um, you know, I picked up uh, my first pair of like Nano Nines from Reebok. Okay. And uh, have been using them to tra- you know, you've been basically using them for training shoes ever since. Gotcha. Um, so that that's kind of my sneaker journey. When I started, I had I, I bought a pair of sneakers because of the color and and the price. <laughs> and now I realize the value of what they bring to um, you know the hour two hours I spend training every day. And uh, you know, so I'm willing to spend the money on the shoe I need you know, basically, you know, right now it's, it's well worth it. So. That's good. That's all. And then, so in, in, when you first initially went, you just went to the uh, New Balance Outlet store. Did you do any type of research beforehand or did you ask anybody? You just went in there? No, absolutely not. Like I just went on there. I was like men's uh, shoe category, like running or tra- I think it was like training, training shoes. What I really had. Uh, like a walking training shoe. I was like, yep, that's it. Like the color. They have my size purchase. Uh, they had the same shoe in another color. So I like purchased that one as well. And that's what I did. Like I stuck with the same shoe because I thought it was help. You know, I basically thought it's what I needed. Right. And, and I was used to it. And I thought my, I, I guess the biggest point is like, I thought I was comfortable at the time until I really tried running in it. And then it wasn't, uh, it, it was not what I needed to be using to train for a half marathon. So, um, you know, I guess training for the half marathon opened up to my eyes to what, uh, what a, uh, a specific sneaker will do, uh, for your, for your training, whether it's running or resistance training or whatever you're trying to do, um, in the gym or outside of the gym, uh, it would really help. So that's, <laughs> Yeah. it's it's because we it, we i'm laughing so much because like you're again you're another perfect example of honing in. it's like sneakers is just important as important as eating healthy during your your uh oh. journey it's you use them every day you rely on them and especially who you who run who does running for um as a hobby or live a sport or whatever the case is it's it's super important and i'm glad you mentioned the uh the feet fleet uh store because it's it's such a um it's such an experience and it opens up for people to really understand how your feet works within the shoe and how their shoe reacts to the foot and yeah not everybody everyone's foot is so different mm-hmm. and we work in the retail um part of uh with uh, with noble we see all these different people with different size feet uh wide narrow long whichever the case is and it's you can't just really put on a shoe and just go you know you got to find the right, right one yeah like i mean it was amazing because they like scan your feet right and they show you the like 3d version scan of it and then they bring out like three or four different brands and sneaker you know sneakers and you try them on and you really realize like how different each brand fits by being able to try them on and and really like what the you know the different you know what the brand as far as the sole, like some of them have more cushions, some of them have less, less cushions, some of them provide a little bit more support. Like, so it was kind of cool. You know, they like, let me try them on. They're like, Hey, take them outside and run with, you know, run around the parking lot with them and see what you think. You know what I mean? Um, you can walk in the store, you can go run the parking lot, whatever you want to do to kind of try them out, uh, to see, you know, where, where you're at and what feels the best for your feet. So that's it. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I have to experience Warren, You experienced that, right? Yes, uh, it's the same same thing. It's like they have, um, they actually have to like know what they're talking about. It's not like you're going to a full locker and and like, oh, let me get the size. Like they actually sit down and talk to you and 
and have a conversation with you to see what your um, goals and what, what do you do and stuff like that. So it's a pretty cool experience. Um, so, Ryan, um, after all the scenario, what you've been doing, going to uh, Fleet Feet and all that stuff, um, so sneaker-wise, are you looking for more of a cushion shoe or a more of a breathable shoe? Like, what are your, um, uh, your list of uh, choices you want on a shoe? Yeah, I mean, honestly, for me, like with the, I guess with the New Balance issue, the the cushion, like the sole was, um, I think they were called like ho Hoka's, or they were more like this ultra marathon like type shoe that, like, I mean, I could see walking around in them. It just wasn't for me like the cushion level for me, I guess, and the sole is what I look for. Um, you know, basically very breathable shoe. Like I, I noticed you mentioned that. Like I guess every now that I think about it, like either. Um, you know, my training shoes or my running shoes, they, they all breathe really well. Um, you know, I have trail shoes that I use when I go walk the gravel, uh, take the dog for a walk down the road on the gravel trail. Like those are more sturdy and firm shoes because it's a gravel road. Right. So like mm -hmm. you feel every rock if I wear my trainers, you know, yeah. on that gravel road. So like, um, you know, for me, it's really just, what am I trying to accomplish? Like, what am I trying to do for that exercise? And does it fit my, you know, does, do I feel like my foot sets in the shoe and is sturdy and provides the support? And then, you know, if I'm going to be in them for a long period of time, like running sneakers or shoes, I want them to, you know, I do want them to breathe and, uh, and, and to be comfortable. So. I mean, that's, that's the goal. So always be comfortable. And, um, and also you, you mentioned that the, the whole case wasn't, uh, wasn't comfortable for you. Well, I wouldn't say comfortable. It was just like when I tried them on the first time, I, I just like, I, I don't know. I went, it was my first, it was my first running shoe. So I don't know if I was really like ready to go all the way to the amount of cushion gotcha, that gotcha. they provided and supported. Right. Like I think I'd be willing to give them a go now. Um, but just when I first started, I, I was at a shoe that, I mean, I had that really wasn't designed for my foot. And I kind of stuck with the comfortable choice uh, as far as the new balance uh, running, you know, running sneaker shoe that fit my foot and, and had that more like uh, the sole is definitely not a, it has as much cushion in it, I don't think. Um, so that was just something I was comfortable with. It felt the best running around in the parking lot. So that's the one I went with. So yeah, because the, um, the whole case, <laughs> they actually have a lot of cushion. Um, yes, they're designed um, to like when you put your foot in, like your foot's actually in the sole. It's not really in the in the shoe. It's 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 definitely above and beyond with the uh, with the running, but it's right. it's a great shoe. Yeah, I mean, I may be missing the best thing ever, right? Like, I guess I need to give it a try at some point. Oh yeah, of course, see, of course. You know what I mean? Well, you'll get you know you'll get there. The the best thing right right now is that you're at the part of your life that you just of sneaker wise that you're just trying things out. We had this uh, conversation with Stormy last time. It's like, you got to keep trying the shoe until you get the shoe that fits your soul. And it's, uh, and it, it'll get there. You might have to go through 10 pairs of shoes or new bounces by the shoe that that's for you. But you know, that, it comes with it and you'll, 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 you'll find that shoe. And um, so when, um, when you started for in the, let's go back to the marathon or running. Uh, as far as um, pre preparation, and what like how was your uh, mindset towards 
the first one that you've done and then the 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 next ones that he, you have done um afterwards when it comes to the, the your your running uh competitions like the 5k or like you mentioned the 10k yeah yeah so i mean really like for me the you know for the half marathon my mindset was um i want to finish this under the allotted time and i basically just keep going like honestly um i don't know if there's a better way to describe it like i was super nervous anxious about it um luckily i had uh you know i live in the st louis area and us uh, and like uh, Lori was in town from san diego area and some of the uh you know some people from first form hq was running with us so like i had jeff frazier ran uh and tyler ran with me like every single step of the 13.1 miles um i had my headphones in the music was going man and like but they stuck by me uh, i wasn't very much of a, a conversationist because literally i was just trying to survive after like the 10 mile mark I gotcha. um but you know so that was really that was super cool for me um and you know from a mindset it was it was get it done like just do what it takes do whatever it takes to get it accomplished and get it done um i'll never forget like somewhere around August, I started traveling, uh, heavier for work. And like, we would work, you know, like I'd be a couple days on day shift. Like I do. So not to get too much into that, but basically like startup, uh, some, some startup and controls areas. So like we would have to swing shifts and like, it would come to 10 mile run day. And like, I would basically get off of some hybrid version of afternoon and midnights. I'd sleep for four hours. I get up, I would go run 10 miles. Um, sometimes it was in Georgia. So I was like inside the YMCA track that takes 16 laps to make a mile. Oh, um, so it was just like run the laps over and over again, and then basically get some food, get cleaned up, and then go be on your feet for like 12 more hours at work. Um, which, you know, I'm not complaining about doing that. I'm just saying like, that's, there was like no excuses for not getting the training done. Like, I had a date. I had to be able to run 13.1 miles for, and I wasn't willing to budge no matter what on giving up training um, to be able to do that because I did not want to fail at running that half marathon. Like that's, and the, because the only reason I knew, the only reason I thought I would fail is if I didn't put the effort and the work in to train for it. Of course. And, you know, so no matter what happened, like personal life, professional life, I made the time and sacrificed the time to, to train for the half marathon. So. Damn, that's like, that's a lot. That is, <laughs> I, I mean, that's that's probably like most of the reason why your feet were killing you because you were on your feet for twelve hours yeah. and you were running. It's, right. So yeah, so I learned the importance not only of a good training running shoe, but also a work uh, work boot uh, throughout the process too. So oh, nice. You know, you know it's kind of like a, a crossover at that point in time. What, but, what hey, work boot are you using now? Uh, I do like Airat. Uh, work boots so they're, they're like steel toe boots uh they fit my foot well like i've used red wing before okay um but these like the soles just tend to hold up and like once they get kind of fitted to your foot you know what i mean like after the first week or so you're just kind of they're good they, they're good, they yeah. feel they feel great like i can be on them all day it's not bad so and then before we move on you said that you had to get another pair after the 10k that you did or so Oh, I, I just skipped. So like I went from a 5k to the half marathon. I kind of just skipped over the 10k, but not from a training perspective, but yeah, I bought. So I went back to fleet feet after my first half marathon, 
because I basically had soul wear on that first pair of shoes from training wow. uh, from the 5K to uh, oh, the half marathon. And um, <clears throat> so I went back in, you know, they brought out my shoe profile. They brought out, you know, at that point in time, it had only really been, I don't know, six months. So they brought out basically the same three shoes as options that would best <laughs> fit my feet. Um, as before, and I just, I naturally, the, the new balance sneakers treated me well. I was happy with them and me, you know, I mean, it kind of like, I was happy with them. I knew they fit me well. So I went with them again. So. It's like, if, it, if it's not broke, don't fix it, you know? Exactly, man. It's part <laughs> of its confidence, right? Like I felt good in them and you know, I, so from a, a mentality standpoint, I stuck with them. So, <laughs> do you still are you still conservative with like the colors, or do you? Or is that something with color that you look forward to now that you established a shoe that you that that fits you? Do you look more into color now? Uh, I mean, like if I know, so like the New Balances, they had the one color, so that's the color I got. It's like a <laughs> light blue color, like, and I was totally okay with that. Like I wasn't going out, reaching out, trying to to. Uh, to find another color in the new balance shoe um that's not i would say like once i know the shoe fits maybe then yeah i start looking for different colors in the same gotcha. shoe um you know like the nano nines like i'm gonna be honest i have like five pairs at this point because <laughs> they fit my feet well and you know they got a bunch of different colors so hey yeah. <laughs> i can't complain but that's awesome and ryan so are you like planning on we know that you did a marathon i know due to COVID. And stuff changes. Was there anything that you're like have coming up as uh, like other um, other five Ks or anything like that in races? Yeah. So I mean, I mean, I've done a few five Ks. Um, you know, not necessarily this year with COVID and the yeah. the pandemic and the quarantine and everything. Um, we're looking. Actually, we just looked into. They have a Bigfoot virtual Halloween five uh, K. So we registered for that. That's cool. Um, you know, my my main goal at the beginning of this year was I wanted to do a triathlon uh, somewhere before the beginning of summer. And I really, really wanted to start um, looking into like a half Ironman because I said, if I'm going to run another half marathon, I'm going to be doing it in an endurance event. Right. Like, I don't just want to be running. Um, but, you know, honestly, March came and. Um, you know, we had the pandemic and there wasn't really any events going on. And for me too, one of my big goals is, um, is weight loss. Right. And I still have that to lose. So I kind of just pivoted at that point in time, um, and went from, Hey, I'm going to do these endurance events to, I'm just going to focus on losing weight and try to get, um, as low as I can get, uh, where I want to be. And for me going from like 509 pounds, uh, down into two, you know, 270 range, um, you know, really pushing for the end of the year to be down into the low two sixties, maybe into like the two fifty area. Um, that's that's just like my main goal right now is to be able to do that to set myself up like for me, um, for like some of the weight at that at that point losing that much weight, some of the surgery options. Um, so that that's kind of what I just pivoted. Um, and uh, you know, like everything, just to try to pivot, keep the mindset going. Don't let it set me back. There'll always be more endurance events for me to do out there and, uh, and to keep pushing. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. So no scheduled events. Um, you know, we'll see where we're at at the end of the year for me. And then next year, you know, generally around like December, I try to like set some big goal for myself to, to try to push towards. So. 
And what's your, uh, what's like your end goal? I know that's like, you're, we're always working on ourselves, but what is that end goal that like when you first start that journey or the mid journey, like what's that end goal that you want to get to as far as weight and like weight wise or, um, yeah. anything, so far. I mean, for like, for me, like I thought it was, I mean, still it's crazy to think uh, how much weight I've lost, uh, over the last two and a half years. Uh, the end goal is to never ever come close to anywhere where I started. That's, That's the end goal is, I mean, honestly, I mean, I say that I kind of like laugh and joke, but in the back of my mind, it's like, never go back to where you're at. Like, look at yeah. everything you can do in your life now. Um, you know, that you have, like you choose what you want to do. You don't let your weight dictate to you what you can do throughout the day, throughout the week on vacation. So the end goal is never, ever to come close to where I was. Uh, for me, like this year, I'd like to get, you know, just if I pick a number, um, because I'm trying to push forward, I want to get in the 250 range, like going down to like 255 would be to basically lose half my body weight, um, you know, over three year period. So that's kind of, you know, for me, that's like the target, right? Like right now, um, I think 255 is like an arbitrary number. Um, I, you know, eventually I'm going to get to some point where, um, for me, like the surgery, you know, like the, the surgery options are going to happen. And, uh, that's where I'm going to want to maintain it and build like, you know, at that point in time, keep the body fat off and build, you know, muscle as much, you know, build the muscle, uh, you know, basically build muscle at that point. So, gotcha. and, um, so what, uh, you know, we're coming towards the end of this, uh, but I also want to uh, figure out and just, you know, get, get in your mind a little bit. It's like, where, where's your uh, mindset uh, now, like compared to what it was before? And what's, what are some significant differences that, you've, that you are going through now that you didn't get to go through before, before when you first initially started this uh, on this journey? Uh, yeah, I mean, like for like differences in terms of just like what I can do on a daily basis or, th you know. Yeah, things like, and things yeah. like that. And, uh, and also like what keeps you, uh, keeps driving you to continue to keep doing, uh, keep doing what you're doing now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so my, my, I mean, like my mindset now isn't, um, you know, when I first started, like I said, it was like a mental battle where I use blunt force to just like get myself through the first eight weeks. Right. And along the journey and along the way, I've, you know, basically like my second challenge, I joined team boss, right. With uh, Mike Trotter. Yeah. And uh, you know, that gave me like a everyday interaction with people trying to do exactly what I, what I was trying to do, um, which helped me along the way. Right. And, and get more involved in the first for first forum community. And by doing that, like, my mindset went from, Hey, I have to lose weight because it wasn't like day one. I was just like, I'm going to live this healthy lifestyle. And that's what I want to do. It was yeah. like, I want to lose weight. Right. It was the same goal as before. Like, here's why I want to lose weight though. Like it wasn't just, I want to lose weight to lose 50 pounds. It's like, this is why I want to lose weight. Like I can't go sit in an outdoor patio at a restaurant with a chair with arms on it. I can't go into the office conference room and sit with a chair with arms. Like can't go sit in a booth at a restaurant. Can't really go to a baseball game and sit in a stadium seat comfortably. Like that's the tip of the iceberg in terms of stuff that I couldn't do everyday basis that, you know, I had told myself some of those things I didn't want to do, but it was really, I just couldn't do because I was 509 pounds and I made really unhealthy choices. So my mindset now, I guess, is really like, 
it started as, hey, I want to lose weight and transition into a healthy lifestyle. The more I got involved with the My Transformation Challenge in the first forum community, and now it's it's morphed into not necessarily like it's it's all the things I can do because I get up at four fifteen, four thirty in the morning, and I go to the gym. I make healthier, you know, nutrition choices. It's being able to go on vacation and get on a jet ski with my nephew and run around, you know, the coast and go on it. Like we just got back, you know, on a short trip. We were able to go on on a fishing charter. Um, I'm able to ride go-karts with them when we go to, you know, when we go on vacation. Um, I'm able to just to do things in the yard with my nephews. I'm able to help out on family home projects. Like there's a long list of things now that I'm able to do that I want to do and I can do because my mindset of I'm going to keep living this healthy lifestyle. And when I feel like I'm in a rut, I'm going to pivot. I'm going to mix it up just like I did with the 5K, which escalated into the half marathon, right? Um, I guess that's like overall mentality is, is like, I'm going to do what it takes to get it done. And, you know, it's not, so days aren't, it's not like days are easy now just because I'm two and a half years into it. Like that's yeah. not the case, you know, I mean, it's still a mental battle just as much as physical some days, uh, maybe even more days, but, um, you know, the reward and the benefit of, you know, going through that battle every day, um, just outweighs, where it basically outweighs where I was and it's definitely where I want to be. So that's what keeps me moving. Nice. That's uh, it's, it's awesome to hear that you, that you've gone from where you started and started that you couldn't do and you can do it now. There's nothing like it, especially being able to be and do things with your family. That's, that's what counts, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing that really, you know, for me, it really just drives it home is anytime I can do stuff with the family that I couldn't do before um, with my friends, even at, you know, with work situations, like those are the moments that like really just kind of bring it together and, and makes me proud of, you know, getting up and putting the work in and, and pushing forward. So. That's awesome. So we are going to um, wrap it up here. Um, right. Ryan, we had, I just want to let, um, you know, leave the, the, this little space open for you. Uh, if there's anything you'd like to say, um, and then also just after you say what you want to say is if you can let the viewers and the listeners know if, to let them know if they were in your situation, if they wanted to start their journey, what was, what's the best advice that you can give them, uh, to get going? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I want to, first I want to thank you guys, uh, for having me on today, man. This has been awesome. Uh, you know. Really appreciate it. Um, I, you know, I, I love sharing the journey. Um, and for me, you know, posting, posting and sharing my story, if it helps one person get started along the way, it's 100% worth it. So um, really appreciate you guys having me on today. I've had fun. Um, you know, I think overall, if I had to talk to somebody who is, uh, you know, interested in getting started, I would just say, you know, basically, it's never going to be, it's not going to be easy. Um, you know, the taking the day one photos and really sitting down and realizing why you're starting is tough. It's hard. Um, but it's 100% worth it for me. It was the difference maker joining that first challenge and really examining why I wanted to lose weight and coming to terms with myself, why I needed to. And, um, so overall that, that gave me, you know, that was the difference maker. Um, 
and you're going to meet a lot of awesome people along the way. You're going to meet a lot of people who put in a ton of work every day to better themselves. And, and there's always people out there willing to help you. Um, and that's a fact. So there's no, you know, there's really no reason not to get started. There's never going to be a great time to get started. Um, you know, life's always throwing different things at you, no matter what. So it's important just to realize you're going to make mistakes along the way. We all still make mistakes, no matter how deep we are into these healthy lifestyles, right? We all have times where it's not perfect. Like if anybody's perfect all the time, I'm going to be absolutely amazed. They may be a unicorn. I'm not sure, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it's, it's tough. It's challenging, but the moments you have that you enjoy, like you can truly enjoy life versus just kind of like what I'll say floating along where I was before just doing what I could. Um, it's been, it's been amazing for me and rewarding. And, you know, uh, honestly, if you, if I guess whoever's, you know, whoever's, whenever they listen to this, if they ever need help, you know, all they got to do is shoot me a message or whatever it is, just like you guys and, and people are willing to help you out. All you got to do is ask and reach out. And that's one thing I've learned along the way, uh, being part of the transformation, my transformation challenges in the one P community. So. The best community in the world. And Ryan, just let them know what's your Instagram handle so they can follow your journey and see your progression and stuff like that. And yeah. Also- so it's uh yeah. So it's uh Ryan Harris five, three, seven. So R Y A N H A R R I S five, three, seven. Yep. So that is it. Uh, we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you for sharing these amazing stories. And we're looking forward to just continuously watch your amazing journey of your weight loss. Uh, Ryan, you look great, man, from when you started to now keep pushing. Um, like, you're, you certainly inspire a lot, and especially us. And um, we're just going to keep enjoying it. And thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this, uh, this episode with us. Absolutely, gentlemen. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I had fun today. So thanks a lot, man. Appreciate it. Of course. So this is uh, season two, episode two. My name is Walter. And I'm Warner. Ryan, thank you again. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, guys.